What up? <clears throat> Whoa, what's up, folks? It's October 21st. Boom. Let's go. It's Wednesday. I waited a little later. I'll let this music roll. It's my old band, Burning Coast. I wait a little later to record this episode. We'll get some uh, get some news rolled in. Maybe you can listen to this on your commute to work tomorrow morning. But we're gonna drop a late episode Wednesday night. Do a little injury uh, injury roundup. We're gonna go over what Monday's games. We're gonna preview Thursday. Let's jump right into the news here. Where do we want to start? Lots going on in the NFL. That's why we wait. Let's start with the Chargers. Mike Williams looks good to go. Keenan Allen likely to play with a back injury. So I uh, picked up Mike Williams. And I think I'm going to start him this week. Um, I like that report. I do not like Justin Jackson popped up with a new knee injury. Hashtag bolt up. So I've been kind of following the Chargers a lot. I like what they can do here. There's lots of opportunity for fantasy. Um, I really like Justin Jackson this week. I don't like this injury. We'll keep an eye on it. It's Wednesday, my dudes. I think I'm going to call this segment, It's Only Wednesday, My Dudes. Um, A lot of players get on the practice report, injury report, but then they practice on Thursday. So I like to speculate. We'll call it Speculate Wednesdays. Uh, Mike Williams is a great start this week. The Saints listed Michael Thomas as limited participation in practice today with ankle and hamstring injuries. He's probably got a fist injury, too, from punching his teammate in the face. We'll leave it at that. John U. Smith, ankle, gets in limited practice. So I did mention Fersker might be a good pickup for tight end, but if John U. goes, um, that did not work out for you. My apologies. Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, um, Najoku, all limited at Browns practice today. Odell wasn't on the report. It's good to see Mayfield practicing. I know he looked terrible last week, but he really shouldn't have played. He's kind of come out now that he was really banged up. So um, let's hope for a better week from the Cleveland Browns. Julio Jones not practicing on Wednesday. We're going to call this, it's Wednesday, my dudes. It's a veteran rest day. I'm not worried. Um, Trade, the Jets are sending OLB Jordan Willis to the 49ers per source. So the Jets are in just full fire sale. Here's something I really want to touch on. I picked up Bernard in every league because Joe Mixon, foot, is absent for Bengals practice on Wednesday. Um, We did see Joe Mixon go out twice in the last game with an injury, so I don't know. Call it speculation, but I have a a bad feeling about Joe Mixon this week. Bernard would be a great start um, if he doesn't go. Another big news item here we got to touch on. From Adam Schefter, Seahawks and others interested in Antonio Brown. Um, I think he's eligible. Let me pop this up here just so I get the right information. The Seahawks are among multiple teams um, 
positioned to make a push to sign wide receiver Antonio Brown. So I thought the whole NFL hated Antonio Brown. Now everyone just wants him. It's uh, That's weird to me. The Seahawks have not started an official contract discussion with the suspended Brown per Schefter. Brown is eligible to be reinstated following week eight. Um, the NFL suspended the free agent wideout during offseason for violations of the league's personal conduct policy. So I scooped him up in two leagues, my home league, my main standard league, the commission from Commission's Corner. We got to get it back on here. I already scooped him up like four hours before me, so I don't know what the fuck that's all about. I don't know how he had this insider information, but um, if like if if you're listening to this right now, jump on your wire, pick up Antonio Brown. Especially in my other league, I have Russell Wilson. So that Russell Wilson, Antonio Brown stack would be delicious. Raiders send old Lyman home after placing Trent Brown on COVID-19 list. All right, here's kind of a funny quote I just wanted to touch on in this news segment. Um, Odo Beckham, Brown's Odo Beckham Jr. doesn't think COVID-19 can get to him. He states, not in an arrogant way. I just don't think COVID can get to me. I don't think it's going to enter this body, uh, Beckham said Wednesday, according to Jen Sturr of Fox 8. I don't want no parts of it. It don't want no parts of me. I think it's a mutual respect. Um, What a quote from Odell. Fuck COVID-19. Let's go, baby. I hate this story. Um... Ryan Fitzpatrick heartbroken over being benched. I felt like it was my team. I was shocked by it. It definitely caught me off guard. Um, It just was a hard thing for me to hear yesterday. Just digesting this news. My heart is just hurt all day. Um, Wow. I don't even... I'm I'm crying right now. You can't see me, but... um, Fuck... I've been the starter. I've been benched all kinds of different ways, says, says Fitzpatrick, who's played for eight different teams over a 16-season NFL career. He added, but this was kind of the first place, other than Buffalo, that I've been really full-time committed and invested. I felt like it was my team. Fitzpatrick, 37, is now uncertain what the future holds for him. He posted an 8-11 record with the Dolphins over the last two seasons, while throwing 30 touchdowns against 20 interceptions. Um, and they're, th- what are they, 3-2 and two this seat? Like, I don't know. What they're, they're like one spot behind the Bills for first place in the division. Like, uh, the Dolphins have been playing great. He's been playing awesome. Supposedly, this is the plan the whole time. After their bye week, they're going to go with a rookie pick, uh, Tula. Tua. Tua. But... Uh, Man, I'm actually rattled right now. Let's move on here. Holy fuck. Here's some good news. Um, Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson, our boy. We've been talking about him all season. He's been banged up. Everyone's going uh, crazy for Claypool. Cuckoo for Claypool puffs. Well, Deontay Johnson, the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers number one wide receiver, is back. It was full participant at practice this week. Scoop up. Deontay Johnson, I guarantee you he leads the team team in targets this week. Eckler, to be back later than sooner. I don't like to see this, you know. It's just because I'm a Justin Jackson owner in fantasy. This is great for Jackson. I know he kind of came up on the injury report, but 
Um, I think Eckler's going to be out long term. So if you could make a trade for Jackson or if you could scoop him up somehow, I would do it. Noah Fant. Noah Fantastic is practicing. That's great news. Uh, Melvin Gordon is also back for practice for the Denver Broncos. I'm not sure if I touched on this last week, but um, I think uh, Le'Veon Bell is not really going to take over Edward Z. Lair. I can, it came out on Monday night, a report during the Bills-KC game, which we're going to talk about. Maybe we'll jump right into it. No, let's keep going with the news. But um, So that came out on Monday. Then there were seven hours ago. Andrew Reid said it'll be day-to-day to see what Lev Bell is comfortable with in terms of he'll be available Sunday against the Broncos. So I wouldn't hold my breath. Uh, if I was a Le'Veon Bell owner, make alternative plans. John Brown, wide receiver for the Bills. Um, he looked really injured in that game, and uh, he missed uh, practice today. I think the Bills need to let him rest. Uh, Sam Darnold will be limited in practice today. Um, as much as the Jets suck, like you need Darnold back. Um, Eagles uh, head coach... Doug Peterson said he anticipates Deshaun Jackson playing on Thursday night. So that could be a sleep, sneaky start. All right. Um, KC 26, Bills 17. It was a rainy, dreary night. Um, I was kind of like impressed the way the Bills kept it close for a bit. Um, but it was kind of maybe that was kind of KC's plan too because they were just focused on running the ball. There's a weird report. The D line, I don't know why. Um, Bills did this, but they sat there like two starting D line. They put like they called two guys up. They kind of like to send a message. Um, so they had like a like their line was fucking terrible. So the game plan for KC was just to run on them. Uh, KC ran the ball forty six times for two hundred forty five yards. Um, that's the most rushing attempts by the Chiefs um, by Andy Reid in eight seasons as Kansas City head coach. Um, Clyde Delaire was the main man, racking up eight, uh, 26 carries for 161 yards. Um, he went 6.2 yards per carry. Uh, backup running back Daryl Williams added six carries for 26 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, kind of shitty game. It was really sped up, too. So, both teams, it's weird because KC ran the ball, but Bills, you could tell they just want to drain the clock super quick and get out of there. Um, Mahomes completed 21 of 26 passes. Um, that's 80% completion for 225 yards and two touchdowns. He also had 10 carries for 36 yards. Um, Mahomes' counterpart, Josh Allen, was much less effective, uh, completing 14 for 27 passes. That's only 51% for 122 yards, two touchdowns, and in a late interception. Um, so, yeah, that's two weeks in a row. The Bills have kind of come down, crashed down to earth. Uh, McDermott's a good coach. I think they'll figure this out. I think the t- I love the way the Bills started the season, but now there's a little bit of tape on them, and they completely changed their style of offense, which I love. But they almost had. A, they should have predicted this was going to happen. They should have had like a new offense ready, like week five. But now they're just playing the same way they were playing week one. So defenses have figured them out. Cover Josh, or yeah, I mean. Pressure Josh Allen and cover Diggs with two men, and you're going to beat the Bills, it looks like. Um, so they got to get that old line held up, and they got to get their defense figured up. The second game, um, Arizona 38-10. to 
Kyler Murray actually didn't look that good. Um, he had a lot of attempts that like he missed on. And even the interview, post-game interview, he said he could do better. I did like his ground game. Um, it was kind of like one of those games that was like done before it began. Um, we got to talk about Zeke. I brought it up. He almost lost me my fantasy week. I think he gets right. I guess the way the announcers were explaining this one was he kind of had a lot. He just felt like the whole weight of the team was on his back. Lots of pressure, and he didn't handle the pressure well. So um, Andy Dalton looks terrible. The Red Rifle. Um, I would be worried if you know if you're a Zeke owner. I hope this kind of upticks your 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 um, point totals or what I'm trying to say your production for Zeke without Dak. But um, if I'm a Gallup owner, um, if I'm a Mari Cooper owner, like I would try and trade them immediately. Same as CD Lamb. Like, Amari Cooper had a garbage time tutty, so his stat line looks good. So if you're a Amari Cooper owner and you know someone that didn't watch the game, I know it was prime time, but a lot of people turned that game off and it was a little later, um, I would try and get away from all my Dallas stars. Zeke was benched briefly after the two-time rushing champion lost a second fumble in the game um, for the first time in his career. Uh, he has five fumbles, four loss already this season. Um, one shy of his career high for an entire season of the NFL's worst turnover margin dropped to minus 12 with four giveaways and no takeaways. So we hope he brushes that one off, but uh, that's a rough game for Zeke. Something to bring up. Um, I didn't. I kind of want to get away from like, doing box score bullshit because I got chirped by my buddy. So I just want to talk about what I saw. Um, Drake finally was running north-south. He wasn't trying to do these shitty like, side-sweep runs. Um I actually started Chase Edmonds in this game because I thought he was going to take over. <clears throat> I brought that up in the preview. Let's keep an eye on this backfield. Well, that was by far the best game I've seen Drake play all season. One of the best games he's played in a long time. He had a crazy like 60-something yard run, touchdown at the end of the game, and everyone gave up. Um, I was just encouraged by the way Drake looked. Um, also, I already mentioned Christian Kirk to kind of pick him up in waiver wire, but Christian Kirk looked amazing. Had that long bomb. And it looks like Kyler kind of um, trusts Kirk now as a second option. There's no tight end option. Like, Arnold's doing nothing. He doesn't like Isabella. It doesn't seem after that game. Um, Christian Kirk's the guy. Uh, obviously got Hopkins, but I really like Kirk. I would pick him up in any, uh, any league right now. All right, let's preview Thursday night. Thursday night, Eagles take on the Giants. Um... Uh, Something I want to keep an eye on the news report so we know. Let me just go through the inactives. Um, inactives for the Eagles. Right tackle Jack Driscoll. Tight end Zach Ertz. Defensive tackle Malik Jackson. Wide receiver Ashlon Jeffrey. Running back Miles Sanders. Um, safety Vaughn Wallace. So... Um, I noticed Goddard isn't on that list, but he is on the IR, so that doesn't, you know, <clears throat> you can read between the lines there, but I'd, I'd like to see, a, there's no report of him being activated, um, but there is a report, like like I just read, um, Sanders is completely out, so is um, Ert. Um, Fulgham's a great start. Um, if Goddard goes, man, I don't know. I picked him up. If he goes, do I put him in on a Thursday night against this D? I'll tell you one thing. 
I listened to a couple podcasts today. I like to like take your different people's opinion, kind of mix it all up, and then do a podcast of my own at night. And a lot of people are throwing shade on Boston Scott. And just from doing this for a while now, I'm playing fantasy for quite a while. And I just have a feeling, I don't know why, you got to trust your gut. So I'm going to start them. But these some, some of these fucking foot, fantasy football guys, like, you know, like on CBS and they're on a big scale. It's like they don't see it coming. They're just dummies. Like... These guys are like, yeah, Boston Scott looked like shit when he had the opportunity week one. So fade him this week. It's like, first of all, it's the Giants. Second of all, Boston Scott kind of came on their last game. And, like, Ertz was shit. The whole O-line was trash. Like, the Eagles were a terrible team. They almost came back on the Ravens last week. I think this is a perfect script where, like, all the podcasts and all these dummies with their suits and their microphones... Or just like think they're gonna be playing it safe by saying that Boston Scott's kind of a bad game. So I'm here to say Boston Scott's gonna have a great game and I'm putting it on record. And just because I'm putting it on record, I'm gonna fire him up in my lineup. Let's go. I also picked up Eagles D. I know it's kinda of risky picking up a D for a Thursday night, not a lot of prep time. But uh Danny Dimes, man, quarterback for the Giants. He is a he's he, he leads the league in fumbles this year. Um, in the last two years, he leads the whole like in quarterback fumbles and the whole league. Um, so he just fumbles city. And this Lions D or Lions D, this Eagles D is gonna get hungry. We're just freestyling. I'm not hitting stop. I'm not editing. I'm just gonna keep rolling here. Devonta Freeman running back for the Giants. I like he. The situation is terrible. The offense is terrible. But he's going to get, you know, 20-plus touches. So um, you could do a lot worse than Freeman this week. He's a volume play. Um, he's a safe play. But I, I don't mind Freeman this week. Um, I can't believe I'm saying that. Another thing, keep an eye on Slayton. I'm not going to look it up, but I, just, I know Sterling Shepard's close to coming back. So we won't know until tomorrow. Um... If Sterling Shepard goes, um, I wouldn't start Slayton. But if you have to start Slayton and Sterling Shepard is out, then that's not a bad play. You could do worse. Um, what I really want to talk about here is Evan Ingram. Uh, Eagles aren't really that good against the tight end. This is a good matchup for him. But we've said this so many times this season. Oh, it's a good matchup. Let's put Ingram in. He gets, you know, like two, two targets. So... I'm going to fade Evan Ingram. Um, the stars are lining for him to have a good game. So if you're stuck at tight end, put him in. Put a blindfold on. Um, I actually just like playing players on Thursday nights or Monday nights because I'm watching the game. Uh, maybe that's half the reason putting Boston Scott in. But if you got Evan Ingram, fire him up. Call it a gamble. Um, but I think there's a lot, of, lot better options this week just because... Um, on the other side of the ball, again, just want to touch on Jeffrey's not going to be back this week, but there is kind of whispers in the bushes that we could see a Jalen Rager soon. So Jalen Rager could be a nice little stash wide receiver for the Eagles. I see the Eagles winning this game. Carson Wentz is kind of coming back to life. And you can start Wentz um, this week versus this porous Giants D. All right. 
Um, good luck this week, week seven. We're halfway through the season, fantasy season. Um, I think Jaker's going to jump on tomorrow with me. We're going to do some picks. We missed them last week, so let's see what he's been up to. We'll talk football. We've got lots to talk about. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram and, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Hey.